Welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey, yo, welcome back to the podcast. I am freaking on fire. I'm like, I'm going to have to be really careful not to come with too much energy because I'm like busting out of the seams. (laughs) Yesterday, I was feeling so tired. We had back-to-back coaching calls. We had to adjust my schedule a little bit this week. Um, to account for a two-day virtual um, like implementation mastermind we're doing for our female founders board clients and so we moved a lot of our coaching calls on Monday and so it was like back to back and it reminded me of those corporate days when you basically just sit in meetings all day and then you're supposed to somehow actually get work done. Um, Anyway so I definitely took a nosedive towards the afternoon yesterday and then just feel so refreshed today and just got off a coaching call with our launch like a queen clients and just this energy is just so vibrant and I just love it but I want to do a ask me anything series so as you know we are rolling out with this ask me anything series where you want to ask me a question and I wanted to find a way to connect a little bit more deeply with some of you and also just get more granular on the types of things I talk about based on literally the specific questions that you have. So I did a Facebook poll in our Category Queen community and got some good, they're still flowing in. So we'll we'll link up, see I can't even talk, my energy is so high. We'll link up in the show notes how you can submit your question because the intent is also to highlight you because I want to bring more eyeballs to you, right? So the benefit of this podcast isn't for you to just learn, but like would love to showcase you. So This is my second Ask Me Anything series. I don't know how long we'll run this, but just something that came to me and I was like, I want to do this. But this question is from Jen Franklin. Jen is actually a client of ours. She just joined Launch Like a Queen and Jen is a health coach and she actually works with women after they have gone through cancer treatment and she helps them rebuild their bodies and their minds and their environment so that they can prevent cancer from coming back, which is like the coolest niche ever. I'll link up where you can find her on her social where she hangs out and where you can find more information on her but what a cool niche I'm like how this is what totally revs me up because when I think about all of you and the impact you are making and what you do it's like I want to get you in front of more people like that feels so amazing and so it just like really helps me get out of bed every day (laughs) so Jen asked, how do you fit a multitude of tasks into your day when working toward a deadline and still have balance in your day and downtime? And this is really related to time management. I get this question a lot, especially because I am severely ADHD, more of ADD, and I am very, very high distractible, if that's even a word. Um, It's really, really hard for me to get things done if the pressure or the passion isn't there. So I know as I've studied ADD in my own brain, I know that one of the things 
that is this is why like people like me if you have a brain like me you will delay things to the end of time you will procrastinate on things that don't feel exciting to you (laughs) or you don't have somebody waiting on you for it and this has become this is a downfall of mine especially because there's nobody telling me what to do and so I realized that when it was just me and like a VA, like I could get away with this for a while, but as my team grows, as my company grows, like there are more people relying on me. And so the deadlines have been a big thing. And when we think about doing a lot of things, our brains are not wired for that. And I hate that question of like, are you good at multitasking? I think this is like a question they ask you in an interview or um it's something that we kind of like boastfully say like I'm a really good multitasker we are not designed to multitask and for ADD people like ADD people for brains like ours we have to be really careful about context switching or anytime we are switching tasks knowing that there's an energy depletion that goes into that and so when I started taking this more seriously I started to really look at my overall time management system and realize I had a lot of opportunity. For a while, I thought it was the system that wasn't working. I've tried all the things, all the little hacks and all the time management hacks. What I realized the problem was, was that it was me. (laughs) I was not following through on the system. It's sort of like a journal. Like it's like people ask like, what is the best journal out there? Or like the planner, what's the best planner out there? And people think, yeah, like there's some better ones over the other ones. But ultimately, like the only planner that's going to work for you is the planner that you actually use. And so this is the same as systems and time management. And so when we think about completing more or several tasks a day when working towards a deadline, we have to build the space for that. So first of all, what I have to do going into each day, I have to know what my priorities are. If I sit down which I do, there are still times that I come unprepared and I hate myself for it. But if I sit down without a focus, I will literally find myself in like on the other planet by the end of the day. And I'm like, what did I even do today? Because as your business grows, there's always going to be things and people that need your attention. And you can easily start to believe that it's important or it's a priority, but it's not. It, like everything is a priority, but you have to be the one that says this is highest priority and you have to know what that is going into each day. If you're like me, you will underestimate how long something will take you. So I still do this and I don't know why, but I still think that I can complete five to ten things a day. Never. Max is like three. Now, of course, there's like little things here and there. But if I'm thinking about completing three big tasks a day, that's all I have ever capacity for. Our brains are just not wired to really be reasonable about the time that it takes. So first of all, what I have to be committed to doing is having a plan for each day, knowing what my tasks are and what the priorities are. Because like I said, there will always be things that you can find time being busy in. You know, Slack channels blowing up from your clients or your team. Um, maybe you're getting, you know, you can respond to DMs or somebody call, your friend calls and you're like, I haven't talked to her in a while. Oh, this sounds good, right? I'm telling you, all these little things, you will notice this more and more as you become more aware of how you manage your time and all the distractions that are at play. When I have working time, 
I have gotten better at like removing my phone, turning it on focus, like removing the notifications off my computer, turning off my notifications on Slack. And I even tell my team, I am on work time right now. So I will not be responding to Slack for the next, you know, two hours or whatever. And that alone is so important because every time you context switch, basically it's like, let's say you're writing a piece of content or let's say you're designing an opt-in page for your upcoming launch event. And you notice that like you get an email and you're like, oh, I'm just going to pop over here and read this email. Well, that email talks about, maybe it's an email from a potential client and they're like, I'm interested in learning more information. Um, how can-? So you start, oh, okay so you just opened a loop in your brain now you go down the rabbit hole of responding to that email figuring out a time that works and then you're like oh my gosh is my website updated I should probably update my website so then you're on your website like really looking at oh and you're like oh I need help here I should probably reach out to somebody that can just help me with this one little website tech so you go to Fiverr and you start looking for freelancers (laughs) and you could see how that goes down a rabbit hole now that might sound a little exaggerated but I would be willing to bet you could there's parts of that that you can resonate with it's just like when I go to put the syrup away and I notice that the milk is out so then I actually don't put the syrup away I take a detour to the fridge I put the milk away and as I open the fridge I I look at a packed lunch and I realize that I need to pack my toddler's lunch So I start packing the lunch. Meanwhile, the syrup is still out. The fridge door is open. The milk didn't even get put away. I'm packing his lunch. And then my child is like, ask me if I can get something for them in the bathroom. So I walk to the bathroom and I have a bazillion projects open. If you don't do this, I envy you. I know that this is not the norm for everybody. But what happens is we continuously open loops and we expend a lot of energy as we move from thing to thing. And so again, the examples are probably a little bit exaggerated, but I do this literally every day and I have to be more intentional and present in the moment so that I can be really aware of like what's grabbing my attention versus where I need to be right now. And so having a plan and then committing to the plan. So if you have two hours of work time and you committed to completing your opt-in page and two pieces of content, that is what you commit to. It's not about like I might do it or I'm going to allow people to call me, or I'm going to take, you know, maybe a walk. And then maybe when I feel like it later, when I'm more creative, it's none of those things. What I find most people, just like me, it's never really about having more time. It's about being committed and disciplined in the time that you have. And you'll start to notice this probably even by me mentioning how much waste you have just by context switching, really removing, not removing the distractions and allowing the day just take off without you. I always envied people that were like so protective of their time and they're like, they don't answer, you know, it was like, I would call a friend and she'd be like, oh, I was in work time. I'm like, what? You couldn't answer my phone call? No, you, I can't not. And my friends even know, like, I will not answer my phone if I'm in work time. My husband knows the same thing. I will text him before I go into deep work and say, I'm going into deep work. I will not be answering my phone. But, you know, you can call five times if there's an emergency. No, I'm just kidding. But that's the level of discipline that I have to have in order for that to work because there are a lot of things, a lot of moving pieces in our business and a lot of people relying on things. So there's always something that I could be giving my time and energy to. 
And even if your business isn't the size of mine, it's life. There's always something in life that's going to be pulling you, right? It's your kid's teachers or the laundry in the other room or the phone call or the dirty window, whatever, right? But you have to decide and commit that these are the priorities I'm working through and I'm committed to finishing them, okay? And so knowing that, like when you make those little shifts, I can't say it's easy and I'm not perfect at this. But that's the intention I create. And that is ultimately what's going to help you create more, right, and completing those deadlines. So when we think about that in relation to like downtime, because Jen says here, and still have balance in your day and downtime, this is the same concept. So if you don't schedule downtime and you are not intentional with like, this is my evening, this is what I'm doing, I'm switching gears, you will, again, everything else will take, like will pull you. And so if I don't, and I used to do this, I was, I used to be really bad at this. I would not close loops because I subconsciously had this thought that I could finish it later. So I would have a task that I needed to complete and I'm still, I still catch myself doing this. And, you know, when I was building a business, um, while working, I did a lot of my work after kids and husband went to bed. And there's still elements of that, especially during COVID. When my kids were home all day, I still had to find those pockets. And so there's still some of that, but also there's still an element where I like to have a little bit of that flexibility, but it became a habit. And so I would tell myself, well, if I don't get this done, I always have later or I always have tonight. I, not really consciously, but subconsciously. And so A, I didn't apply the pressure to myself to finish it right then and there. And then I started to really carry over into my downtime. And then my downtime was overscheduled, right? So we're protecting these elements with commitments and intention. And so if you look at my schedule, I have work time, I have think time, I have coaching time, I have team time. But the first thing that goes on my schedule is my family time, my kids' sports, right, date night, things like that. We schedule around it. What gets calendared is the thing that you will move through, right? If you don't schedule it, it will not happen. And even if it does happen, it's not going to feel as fluid as you would like it to. And so just like you schedule your work time, you have to be intentional with the thought because it helps mentally prepare for that. I'm transitioning now. I'm transitioning from work to my personal life right? And we're shutting off. And now it's my downtime. Now it's family time. And really following those rules because nobody else is going to make you follow them. And that's the discipline you have to build. And that's still a discipline I'm building. I'm Like I said, I'm not perfect at this. And so when we think about balance in a day, this is a really great question because I think that's really just going to depend on you. What does balance feel and look like? I go in seasons. I'm in a sprint season right now. And so I really want to leverage this high octane, high energy. So for me to sit at my desk and work a full six hours with little, like I even used to be like, don't eat lunch at your desk ever. You need to take a break. But like when I'm in high energy and when I know that I don't have a full 30 to 40 hours of work a week, like I'm working much less. My family's so busy. I have less time. And so I'm making the most out of the time. So yeah, sometimes I eat lunch at my desk. But it's like I'm really leveraging that high octane season. But I am still creating that time in the day where I'm like going for a walk. 
I schedule it. So it sounds very rigid, but I'm, and I'm not really type A, but I have to learn how to have more of those habits. I don't love the rigidity all the time. So I still like to have a little bit of fluidity and and things of like my ADD likes a little bit of that, but where I thrive the most is within the confinement of what I know I need to be doing and the boundaries around it. And so the balance is going to look very differently season to season, right? If you look at me during the winter, I'm like, I'm not that high energy. I'm not super high octane. I'm taking the lunch breaks or whatever. I'm like eating at my table. You know, I'm doing maybe more um, gym gym walks or gym time, things like that. I'm just slower. And that's the balance that I have in that season. I'm working more, quote unquote, more, although I just telling a girlfriend, like I have worked less in the last, you know, four months than probably ever since I was working full-time in corporate. And it, I can definitely feel it. And like I have, I'm so grateful because I have a team and it feels good to have a company that is like growing without needing a ton of me. But... We do have to, I have to learn how to make, like really, really make the most out of the time that I have. And it is just a different level of discipline. And so I want you to really, A, I think it's a really good question to ask, like what does balance in my day look like? Because sometimes we can get into the habit of adopting other people's beliefs about it. But if you can go straight for six hours and you love that and you punch it out and then you know you can you know, kind of shift and you go into your personal life for the rest of the evening and you don't, again, it's kind of like it's very confined and that works for you, then great. But your schedule is not going to look like anybody else's. You get to define that. Your schedule might look different than mine because I have, I'm a family of five. (laughs) I have a family of five, very busy life. It's chaos from sunup to sundown and I have to create that rigidity anywhere I can, right? And so the balance sometimes is just me having the priorities come into the day and knowing that I complete those things. And some seasons, again, I'm working a little bit more intentionally. Other seasons, I'm kind of backing off a little bit. The balance shifts. But you have to ask yourself that question, what does balance look like to you? And I think everybody's looking for the perfect time management system. But I want you to experiment. And it's not, again, the system. It's are you following through? When you have a time blocked for a certain thing, are you actually protecting it? So often we'll come into it and be like, well, I'm not creative right now or so-and-so needs to chat right now or a client needs to meet right now. We break our own rules, but you cannot do that. And so this is the secret to getting more done and also still preserving time for what matters most, right? Yourself, your family, your faith, whatever that looks like. You have to have those boundaries and intentionally design it, which again is something that I naturally reject. <laughs> I don't like all the rules and the rigidity. I'm learning to love it because I know I thrive better, but my default is kind of to reject some of those things. And so I just want to honor you if that's you also. But that is what I do when it comes to working towards a deadline. If you do not give yourself a deadline, nobody else will. So how do you create that internal pressure to complete something? Because if nobody else is waiting on you, you will take all of your time. You will procrastinate as long as possible. (laughs) Promise. So you have to think about how do I create that internal pressure to complete these things? 
and really work towards that. And it's really just following through on your word. That it's self-trust, it's that commitment, and it's the discipline. So I hope this was helpful, Jen, and for all of you. And if you find that this is, if you have more questions about this, I would love to know. I think it would be fun to talk more about my crazy ADD brain and how I manage it. Because as you probably have heard, all these open loops, they're on all the time. But if you love this, definitely uh, take a snapshot, share it in your stories, and tag me. I would love to see you. And I really appreciate your question, Jen. So good. We'll see you next time. Hey, you. Thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs, just like you, are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. See you there.